Well, hey, everybody. Happy Monday. We have a fantastic show for us today. We have Matt Johnson, a good friend of mine. He is a church planter, uh, every nation in Surrey and uh, Surrey, BC. And uh, I'm excited. We're going to be talking about some pretty important things today, deconstruction. But I wanted to let you know something before we dive into today's show. Uh, we have our new swag. Here it is right here. Uh, I'll show you what the back looks like on this little t-shirt here. Well, little, I mean little extra large. Um, there it is right there. All grace, all truth, all the time. And so you can go to the merch store. We've been waiting for this for a while. And so we're very excited. Go to indelt.ca slash store and uh, get yours before they're all gone. And um, I just wanted to let you know that. That's it. Enjoy the show. Well, hello, everybody. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. Thank you, Chris. Happy Monday. Live studio audience. Happy Monday to you. Yeah, thank you so much for being here with us. Um, We got a good show today. We got a great show today, actually. Um, But before that, Chris, how are you? I'm doing great. Had a good weekend? Yeah, it was really good. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, I'm sick. My voice might give out halfway through, so you might have to host. Okay. Just you switch it. Curl up under your desk and take a nap. Yeah, I'll take a nap. You hop on and uh, yep. yeah. Uh, I still want you to do that. I Season know you two, do. you are going to host an episode. I'm comment nice. below. Would uh, you like that? Would you not like that? Actually, yeah. Go ahead and comment. Yeah. No, I. We're gonna get now. The one and, time uh, we get ten thousand yeah, comments. One time we get comments. Yeah, now. it's like yeah. The two people who are listening live are like, oh yeah, we love Chris. We hate him. Yeah. Okay. Um. But actually, though, I think that'd be really fun. Um. But uh, you know what? Okay. So just want to remind you. You know, we're in August. Season two is coming pretty soon in September, and um, we're going to be having rotating third chair. We did, if you missed the announcement, which is a very sad announcement, Brendan is going to be moving on, but he's still going to be around. And so uh, when you hear this music, <laughs> okay, when you hear the bald Egyptian friend music, yeah. that's my cue to speak. And it's so sad because I can't be part of the, the Monday cheer. You know what, though? Maybe we I'm need so to rethink so- that comment below. Should we? <laughs> just just please, have- somebody please comment. We just we just want anyone to be involved. <laughs> so no one talks to us. Um, That's funny. <laughs> oh, um, I can't make him laugh. Yeah, I don't, because I'll cough for like an hour. Um, but, uh, Brendan, how are you? <laughs> Doing great, man. Yeah? Yeah, I'm excited uh, I'm, exci- I'm excited that you're here. So, I mean, obviously he's still around, but we just want to give you a little taste. So can I be the here- exception? Can I just, can I be part of the Monday cheer? <laughs> Yes. I'm just you know what? Should we just do it again? No. <laughs> uh, you know what? Okay, no, right now. Yeah. Like, happy yeah. Monday, happy folks. Monday. Happy Monday, folks. Uh, there they are. There they, here we go. Here we I'm go. Sure just for you, Brendan. Just Thanks, for man. Brendan. Thanks, guys. Um, no, they you. love you, man. They love you, man. Um, but uh, you're doing well, though? Yeah, great. Thanks, awesome, man. Awesome, man. Awesome. Pretty How are you? Good. You look like you oh, you're like sick. A, I'm sick. I'm sick, but uh, I wasn't. I wasn't part of the first part, so yeah. So you had no idea. I can't yeah. actually hear anything out. until the music comes. <laughs> Everything's muted for him. Um, yeah, so, no, I'm I'm struggling with something, but uh, it's okay. I got it from my kids. I'm sure. Oh, nice. Yeah, living in a petri dish, living yeah. my best life. Just mixing um, it all up. Mixing it all up, but uh, you know what? I want to introduce our guest. And again, this is kind of like a a vibe of what's going to happen in September, where. You know, Brendan or whoever's in third chair, Chris, we're all going to be kind of engaging with the guest. So it's not just me asking questions. It's kind of all of us just kind of connecting and spending time together, which I think is going to be pretty fun. We've we've explored it. We've tried it a few times, as you've noticed. So uh, we're going to do that again. And so we have the guest. I wish he had a theme song. We don't have any theme songs for him. I don't know if you have any kind of sound. I mean, I've got. Okay, so ladies and gentlemen, we have Matt. Okay. (laughs) Look at this face. I've had worse. That's fine. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, we have Matt Johnson in the house. Matt, how are you, man? Doing all right. Thank oh, you guys this for having is me. So, this is so awesome, man. Do we have any other music? Is that the only music we, we have? We have any? the fluff noises. I oh, mean, no. you've got your dangerous doctrine. The patty. The patty. Okay. Looks like it's look, time look for, for Matt Johnson. Doctrines. Dangerous That's Matt's vibe. What's happening to me? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Something happened. Just Something happened. Random sound bites. Something What's happened? going on? <laughs> What's going on? Uh, we'll make sure that when you come again, God willing. Unless you Lord hate dwelling. your time here, Lord dwelling. Uh, unless you hate your time here, uh, we'll have a show for. Uh, we'll have music for you. It's you my go. first podcast. So far, terrible. But okay. we have time. We have time. We'll be right back after right, these messages. From <laughs> no, that was a terrible sound bite. So, 
Andrew, why did you invite this guy? Well, I'm shutting it down. Yeah, he's closing his computer. He's like, we're done here. I told you it was going to be short. It's way shorter than I thought. Thank no, you. He's laughing at you. He did not lie. The guy is just, uh, he's here to just bash us. Um, it's a gift. It's a gift. It's a gift. The gift that keeps on giving. Um, but uh, you're doing well? Doing very well. Yeah, thank you. Planting. In all seriousness, thank you for having me. Yeah, and you, uh, you've planted, he's recently planted a church. And uh, it's been going on for... Yeah, so I got voluntold by our church to, yeah, uh, to plant. But it was really cool, uh, all jokes aside, the model was we uh, we planted with our community. So we already knew um, the people who were right. there. They were in the area. And so, yeah, we're on the campus of SFU Surrey. Yeah. And it, it's really cool to be, I don't know, to have church and worship in the marketplace because we're right in the yeah. mall. And you have the next generation, college students, university students walking by, and you have young families and all generations worshiping so cool, together. Right? Yeah. So it's, uh, couldn't say no. Yeah. What an opportunity. It's amazing. And you're married. You have children. I Just, do. Yeah. And we used to work together. Uh, we did. Note, we used to work together at oh. the church. He was the youth pastor. Definitely a highlight. A that highlight. was a highlight. Yeah. I actually loved I loved it so much. Yeah, he gave me youth pastor vibes. Did, did you? No, he gave me the facial hair. <laughs> <I> think, <laughs> is it the goatee? The goatee. <laughs> it's a goatee. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, my gosh. Okay, real quick, one story. Uh, yes. It was a youth night. And just feeling that God was there and so opened it up to the to the students, which might be a little bit dangerous, and oh, said, oh. if God is saying anything to you, oh, I want no. you to come up front and just <laughs> tell us. Just tell us what God's saying. So this girl that we've been praying for, grade 10 student, walks up. Oh, no. She comes right this up to PG. me. This is PG. This is PG. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Just, okay. And what? I'm super... <laughs> I'm super... <laughs> what have you been saying about me? Um, and I'm super excited for, like... God has told you something. And so she comes up and I said, hey, did, did God tell you something? She goes, no, but I have a question. I'm like, yeah, what's your question? She goes, right there, can you grow hair or do you <laughs> shave it on purpose? And I'm like, go sit down. Yeah. So We'll be right back <laughs> after yeah. these messages from Rogaine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, so it's like that was not from, that was definitely from Satan. I think so. Yeah. There was a message given. A little bit okay, of a... Okay. <laughs> Do you mind us asking what's the answer to that question? Oh, I have no idea. I I never noticed. I blame it, my parents. I don't know. I, I never noticed. noticed. I never it's noticed the it. genes. Sure. Okay. <laughs> Just kidding. I never. Know. This guy's got a sweet beard. This guy's got a almost goatee. It's getting there. <laughs> this guy's got a six stash. Thanks, bro. I shaved this morning and already grew back on the way. To, on the way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dang five o'clock shadow, uh, five a.m. shadow actually. Um. Uh. Anyway. So. Oh. Oh. Stop before. We got breaking news. I think we have breaking I've news. I've heard of this. We're getting yeah. something. This is about. Uh, uh, do we say the name of the organization? Nope. No, I don't think we, we don't should. Name drop. Uh, it rhymes with Fizney Tuss. Got, got him there. Anyway, that's gonna take me a while. <laughs> okay, that was actually a good one. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> oh, perfect. Okay, so anyways, okay. it's a it's a cartoon. Um, uh, oh, okay. It's oh, not pro oh, program. Oh. No, it's like a. It's like a, they have like not a, an organization, can, Andrew. <laughs> Okay. I thought you were talking about like a non-profit. We're, okay. we're all going to be thinking different things yeah, here. Like one like, guy I've got gonna... something in my head. Okay. I'm pretty sure it's not the right thing. Anyway, so uh, okay, you right. know, these guys do cartoons, movies, whatever. It's a okay. streaming platform. Okay. Yeah, never mind. Yeah, um, Fizney Bus. Fizney Bus. I don't, I'll get it. I'll get, get it. What non-profit is that? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a lot of money, baby. Good luck. Anyways, a new series <clears throat> called Pauline. Have you heard of this? Pauline? Yeah, no. heard of it? No, okay. So I'll tell you the storyline of this new series that's coming out. They didn't say a date yet. It's about an 18-year-old teenager who accidentally becomes pregnant from a one-night stand with Satan. What? Wow. Huh. huh. With okay. 18 years and old. And is that with, it? <laughs> with school with school stress. So wait, what? with school stress, the climate crisis and the downfall of society <laughs> weighing heavily on her mind. Something she doesn't need at all right now is catching feelings, especially from her one night stand from Lucas, who's also the devil. Lucas, so basically, the Lucifer? premise: yeah. Lucas, Lucifer. Okay, yeah. I get it. Oh, okay. So she has a one night stand with Satan. Satan impregnates she's her. Concerned about the climate crisis. 
That's and the top. Bro, that's way worse than having Caring Satan. Spot of right? Satan or These jokes write themselves, man. <laughs> These jokes write themselves. <laughs> this can't be real. Is that the official log line? Yes. That's so funny. And basically, <laughs> Satan's trying to like get her and chase after her and kind of ruin her life to like take his son back. She's like running. Wow. The climate crisis. <laughs> so um, that's just breaking news. That's hilarious. Well, good news. Satan stays a bad guy. Yeah. So that's but no, good, but they're, right? they're, they are kind of showing that like he has a romantic side. It sounds like she's falling in love with him, right? Oh. Yeah. She's like struggling because oh. it's like, oh man, like I, the last thing I need with climate change <laughs> is, is to fall in love with Lucifer. The spawn of the devil. <laughs> Lucas. 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 <laughs> Come back. <laughs> Dude, these oh, shows are getting weirder. I think they yeah, should just keep weirder. repeating old classics, <laughs> ruining old classics. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. that's better. Yeah, yeah. please. That's, better yeah. Than this. that's yeah. way better. Ruin Winnie the Pooh, ruin yeah. Bambi. You know, why does Satan's yeah. baby come on? <laughs> <laughs> Although Bambi was pretty hard when his mom died, I lost it. Yeah. I mean, mind you, I was like 18 when I first saw Too soon. I was young. I was 18. I was younger. Too soon. Oh, yeah. I don't want to. Spoiler alert. Bambi's He's about to watch it. No, I've seen it. Spoiler alert. Date night. Don't ruin it. Date night. Don't ruin it. Okay. So I say this. We say this breaking news. Just that we're aware. And you had a good point because we were talking about this on the car ride up. We carpooled so we can hit the HOV lane. Nice. You know what I mean? We ain't nobody got time for traffic. Um, so that's the only reason why I asked him to come to my house so we can carpool. I'm I thought you wanted to reconnect. That's <laughs> okay. That's okay. I did. I did. Um, but uh, give us the analogy of like, okay, our culture today, you know, we could all be like up <coughs> in arms and raise our voices and get angry that there's a, you know, cartoon about Satan's baby. Yeah. I mean... Just the response that we got in this room, I think, is an appropriate response. It's Laughter. just kind of laughable. <laughs> yeah. Um, but there, you know, when we hear these things, especially from a Christian perspective, we can uh, either take offense or, you know, raise the walls and kind of like, whoa, 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 that that's too much. We have to stay away from that. And so the analogy that I was giving is. We shouldn't be surprised that this stuff is going to come, that mm. Hollywood would produce these things, because we're not living in Jerusalem. Uh, I think we, we want to. We mm. want to live where everything is yeah. about God, everything is about His ways. But the truth is we're living in Babylon. Mm. Uh, we're living in a place that has other gods and other priorities and other things. And so when that culture produces something, it will not be God-honoring. Mm -hmm. However... God calls us into Babylon to not live like Babylon, but to live in Babylon. Mm -hmm. And so when we hear these things, I think laughter is appropriate, but to say why it is funny and why that's a bit ridiculous and why it can be dangerous, not to just retreat and say, mm -hmm. oh, th this is not a Jerusalem movie. We need to get away. But we get to come in and say, yeah, that, that's just not entertainment. That's just, that's just weird now. And yeah, so yeah. I, I think it's whenever we hear these things, one, don't be surprised, maybe be a little burden, but not full on attack or defeated because these are just the messages that are going to keep coming out of Babylon. But Lord willing, as we live in Babylon, they will be hearing other messages, yeah. other messages of God from his people. Yeah, here's a question for us, and we can comment below as well for the people who never comment. Um, but... Uh, <laughs> For us in the I room, know, though. Chris is blowing up. Yeah, yeah Chris, all of a sudden, we've gone virus. Yeah. Okay, so... Yes. <laughs> okay. Stop. Um, okay, so, Stop. Too oh, soon. I'm sorry. Too soon. Um, but let's discuss it. What does it look like, then, for the Christian living in Babylon? Like, what, what should we do? Because I don't think we should just... We should all deconstruct. Okay. <laughs> what a segue. Whoa. Intuition. You, you guys ever heard of segues? Uh, no, that's that was amazing. One. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. Let's, let's keep on this one. I like this movie. But, but uh, <laughs> uh, um, uh, I like making fun of it. Yeah. But seriously, though, like, okay, so I agree. Uh, we shouldn't be surprised that our culture is going to be, you know, promoting these kind of things. Mm -hmm. But what is the role of a Christian in Babylon? <laughs> You're asking me. I don't know. Yeah, I'm just asking. I think Chris has an our, answer for this. Uh, yeah. Our guest is deflected. To, <laughs> I don't like being uh, part of the. Uh, I like to share. Well, I mean, 
living our <laughs> lives as Christians and showing God's love to everyone. Yeah. And then particularly in the entertainment industry, I suppose, making God honoring Christian content. Right. Would probably be a way to go. Yeah. Um, so like uh, Prince of Egypt, for example. Fantastic movie. Yeah. Fantastic movie. Let's keep making more of those. No? <laughs> no, I love it. Yeah, yeah. Dude, Hans Zimmer, wow. bro. Wow, let my yeah. people go. Sheesh. You gotta yeah. just... <laughs> uh, but, I love that soundtrack. Oh, that soundtrack is actually... I sing one of those... Do you like songs. the soundtrack? Comment below. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> I sing, I sing one of those songs to my kids when I used to put them down when they are little. Uh, bald yeah. Egyptian friend does not count as a... <laughs> my bald Egyptian <laughs> friend <laughs> starting a podcast... No. Has Matt has Matt heard that song? I have not. Oh, oh okay. Oh. Can we'll be that right be back, my guys. theme song? <laughs> yeah, can that be my theme <laughs> That's song? That's actually my theme song. Oh, no. Yeah. No, yours is the bridge. He can have the verse. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. True, true, true. Yeah. Uh, done. And we have all the copyright because we were recorded it in-house. Nice. So we don't have to worry about nice. copyright laws. Um, but you're right. So being Christians is also, you know, giving content, being in the marketplace, being mm-hmm. in public, the public square, professing Christ, even though we're going to look like yahoos. So there is that aspect is there an aspect of not necessarily like fighting back but standing up <laughs> andrew's for... just itching for a fight oh no i'm not itching for a fight but i wonder like mad? no no but no, no. exactly he is well, well i <laughs> okay i got a story for you what is righteous anger <laughs> so what is right i'm just kidding <laughs> So when I was growing up, the Harry Potter movies came out with oh the books Lord. and then oh the movie. Okay. Are we allowed to talk yeah. about that? I'm yeah. not sure. Uh, okay. Are we kidding. there yet? No, yeah. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Are we there yet? So my mom loved her to death, but she was so scared that wizards were now the most popular thing. Mm. She's like, oh, scripture tells us about wizards and not to read about them and believe in them and worship them, all those things. And so one night... Uh, my youth leader took me to go watch the first Harry Potter movie in the theater. Nice. Sketchy leader. I'm just and kidding. I'm just kidding. My mom is Sick outside leader. the movie theater holding a sign saying that God doesn't teach about wizards. So I walk in and she goes, what are you doing here? And I'm like. <laughs> she did not know you were at the movie. No. <laughs> oh, And my. I said, I'm hanging out with my youth leader. And she goes, oh, what are you guys going to watch? And I said, uh, Flubber. So we- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it led to lying, Andrew. That's what I'm saying. That's a yeah. great story. Oh, it's terrible. I love this. But Flubber. <laughs> oh my god. But what I wish my mom would have done. Also a wonderful soundtrack. <laughs> Comment below. Comment below. <laughs> What's your favorite Flubber song? <laughs> but what I wish my mom would have done instead of like being afraid tell me why she was afraid so we could have a conversation right um so we could say like hey what you think is in scripture actually isn't that big of a deal yeah um jesus is lord over wizards and over anything that this world will throw Mm -hmm. at us and i wish instead of just taking that um taking that polar opposite of like creating this christian culture i wish she would have told me a little bit of just how to live for Christ in the culture that I'm in. And so we do this with our kids because, I mean, you know, streaming services, YouTube, they just click on it and they're going to see all sorts of things. And so we just say, whatever you see, if there's something that is bothering you or you have a question about, come to us. Now, we may freak out a little bit, like, I can't believe that was in a show. Are you Mm -hmm. kidding me? I trusted it. But I shouldn't trust the world. And so yeah. I should know that these things are out there and I need to have those conversations with my kids, with my neighbors, with my friends. Yeah. So I think it is having a conversation about those things. Yeah, that's really huge. And and I think... Um, don't lie to your mother. Don't yeah. lie to your mother. Uh, and don't watch Flubber. <laughs> <And> don't watch <laughs> Flubber. Terrible movie. Um, but that is a really good segue, even though Brennan's was significantly better. Thank you. Way better. Way Thank better you. of a segue. <laughs> but we're going to use this one just because everything else in between was fantastic. Um, but... You know, talking about how, you know, not having a conversation and just being told. That's right. Uh, that we are going to talk about deconstruction. And I think there's an element of that where a lot of people have just been told or they used to go to church just because their parents went. That's or right. You have to do this. You have to do that. And now there's this huge, you know, season of life where almost everyone is deconstructing because maybe they were just told things and not actually believing it or living it or understanding mm-hmm. it. And 
now they're questioning everything. That's right. And so I want we want to walk through deconstruction because it's very very it's a very very hot topic right now. Uh, have we talked about this in the past? I think we probably have, right? We have, yeah. Yeah, yeah a couple of times. Still but I also hot. feel like everything is so different now that um, Have we though? Like in depth? I don't think we've I don't remember like not in, oh, oh, not in the yeah, new format. Oh, not yeah, yeah. Not in the new format. Okay. But I the, wasn't part in, of In like that. the older podcast. <laughs> yeah. Um but I feel like in this format yeah. Maybe uh, it's going to be a, a brand new, new topic. Brand new topic. Um, but <laughs> oh gosh. Okay, so I want to. Um, I asked Chat GPT. I was like, "Hey, bro, what do you think of deconstruction?" Mm. He gave me a definition, or she. Oh, what it's going to say, bro? It. I don't know. It gave they them they. Oh, it gave it gave me, it gave me a definition. <laughs> I realized everything. you were like, uh, uh. <laughs> Should, Can I, say this? I can't. I can't. Um, that was a close call. That was very close. I was a walking. You saved it. You saved it. I did save it. Thank you, Ed. Uh, okay. So this is the definition. When someone deconstructs their faith, it typically means they are in, because I asked them, what is deconstruction? Uh, it typically means they are engaging in a process of critically examining and questioning their religious or spiritual beliefs. Deconstruction is an intellectual and emotional process through which individuals analyze and challenge their previously held religious convictions, doctrines, or dogmas. Deconstructing faith involves questioning various aspects of one's belief systems, including religious teachings, rituals, interpretations of sacred texts, and the overall framework framework of their faith. Uh, it goes on and on. It's, yeah. Actually, I like the ending, though. It is important to note that deconstruction is not synonymous with complete abandonment of faith, while some individuals may ultimately reject or significantly modify their religious beliefs as a result of deconstruction, others may re- reconstruct their faith by in- integrating new insights, interpretations, or practices. The process is highly personal and can vary greatly from person to person. Um, so let's unpack this. Mm-hmm. What do we? I mean, do we all understand and kind of get a hold on like what that is for yeah, the most part? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm like learning about it, and um, so I mean I'm not seasoned in this at all. But uh, I guess we're all students. But I wonder: is deconstruction always based and related on faith? Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's like always like a belief, a faith belief that people are deconstructing. Oh, I wasn't agreeing. I was just mm-hmm. oh, yeah. <laughs> you're just active listening. No, active listening. <laughs> <Just active. laughs> you're like no, I think everything you said is terrible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I think um, you know I've. Being in the church world, uh, yes, it, it does look like it only happens with faith. But then, uh, again, I, I don't think we're that special. I think everyone has had things that they've grown up with that mm. at some point they'll label it as, wow, that this really hurt me, so it's <laughs> toxic, or this was uh, not good for me, or there's just a better way. And they do question the things that they were brought up with. Mm-hmm. Uh I think that's healthy. I think that's becoming a human adult. Um, you need to look at what is around to gather a larger understanding of who you are in this world and why the world exists and all those things. Mm-hmm. Um, but just because of my culture, I've served as a youth pastor for uh, 20 plus years. And so, yeah, I, I have seen a lot of it happen with uh, mainly millennials mm-hmm. um, uh, in the church just because like, Gen Z, Gen Z, they're still too. Gen Z, is that I'm, yeah? I would say Gen Z. Uh, which one's it? which one's American? Gen Z, 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 Gen Z, Z is American. Yeah, because yeah. this, this guy's American, eh? Z. Oh, sorry, this guy. No, this he said it the right way. He said Z. He said oh, I did. Happy, I was being happy. missional. Oh, I, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say too. Happy really. August. Get off. His, <laughs> get off his case, it. Andrew. Come on. <laughs> That's so funny. What were we talking about? I have no idea. <laughs> okay, so Gen uh, Z, you said you don't yeah, you yeah. don't find it with Gen Z. I don't Z. find it with Gen Z yeah. too yeah. much because they're still very young. Yeah, like yeah. they're still kind of in this half of the their life to where they are under mom and dad yeah, or under yeah, yeah. authorities and stuff like that. But with millennials to where there has been this type of freedom to where like, oh, I make the choices now. Uh, I live away from home. I live away from the way I was brought up, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, I see it more through that. So I think deconstruction is just a human thing. Um, but when it comes to faith, 
it is a very dangerous thing. Yeah. Um, just because we do need to get rid of some things, but we don't get rid of the thing, God. Mm -hmm. And that's what I see sometimes happens is we, uh, we equivalent, if that's a word, we say, Sounds you know, like, well, my like feelings word. and my knowledge of God are basically the same. Yeah. And so we'll just, um, yeah, if if there was hurt, mm-hmm. if there was pain, I'm going to try to either fix it, solve it, get more information. Yeah. I'm not going to be limited by those things. And even, and it's not always uh, pain or a hard past. It's, all, it's also like we talked about, like, oh, like my parents just instilled this in me. Totally, yeah. And it's like now I'm like, oh, I just want to make my own That's right. decisions. It was theirs, not mine. Yeah, it was theirs, yeah. not mine. So I want to find out mine. So <clears throat> it's happening specifically in millennials. We're seeing that a lot because they're at the age now where they have to make decisions. Um, Which is very hard for them. <laughs> I just can't. <laughs> Sorry, I got to rest on the So good. They're both coping. <laughs> Oh man, Brendan. I'm sorry. <laughs> that was great. No, that was perfect. <laughs> it was hilarious. Come no, on. It's, it's good. It's why I liked it. That's I why like I coughed. It. My laugh is a cough oh, right oh, now. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> um, okay, so you said that there are some dangers mm-hmm. uh, as far as like in a faith world because we could be throwing away some things that we definitely should not be throwing away. Um, I know I was talking to my wife about it yesterday and she was just saying like the majority of people, I don't have any statistics or numbers, but it seems like a lot of people who do go down the path of deconstruction actually end up walking away from mm-hmm. God entirely. So why do we think that's happening? That people are walking yeah. away. Because um, we talked about this a little bit. Yeah, you want me so this to is do not that just now? A, this is not <laughs> I a, was wondering what that was. <laughs> Matt brought this in the car with me, and I thought, I'm like, wow, the guy just brought it in case he's bored. <laughs> in case I'm bored, I brought it. <laughs> And I'm like, this is a pretty easy game, man. Like, at least so bring like funny. a Rubik's cube or something. <laughs> but, anyways, his his brain is different. All right, let's. let's like let's, I said, let's, youth pastor for 20 years. So come on, let him. Let, that's like right. children's ministry. Oh, okay. <laughs> children's ministry. Yeah, he's for 20 kids pastor. Okay, interesting. Your story is changing. <laughs> it is changing right now. <laughs> Just kidding. That's so funny. Oh gosh. Um, what was your question? So why? Yeah, why are they specific? Like, <laughs> what am I doing with yeah, this? I'm, did, this, I'm putting him on the spot. Your youth pastor, come up with any analogy with this ball <laughs> <laughs> on the fly. But uh, no, we talked about like a lot of people who go down the road of deconstruction. A lot of them end up just walking away entirely from God. Mm-hmm. And is it because they're kind of coming up with their own truth? Or so I know we were talking about an analogy that would be very helpful. Yeah, and yeah. it comes from First John. That's maybe, right. So maybe talk about First John a little bit and the the premise of what is being written and who it's being written to sure. and why it's being written. Well, first and foremost, uh, like the reason I came on the show today, one, I think I owe you lots of money. So this is paying it off. Um, but that's, uh, right. No. <laughs> that's right. But uh, I really, I, I'm not an expert in this, but being in this for 20 plus years, there's a lot of people that I care about who mm-hmm. are walking away mm-hmm. from God. And that, that is a big deal to me. Mm-hmm. And so that's, why I'm here. And so what we were talking about is why would people walk away from God? Well, maybe there just wasn't that relationship to begin with because we have put other things in its place, whether that's uh, the church or our um, experiences, those kind of things. But those things are not God. The church is not God. Um even our uh, beliefs is not God, because sometimes we can believe something of God that's not true. Mm-hmm. Um, God is God. And so we were talking about First John. Um, this is one of Jesus's followers. He's one of the apostles. And in First John, he just writes about two main things, that God is light and that God is love. Um, it's not that just God does these things. It's who he is. He is light and in him is no darkness at all. And he's love. It's not just, it's a good love. It's like, no, if you do love, you will know God. And if you don't love, you won't know God. Like that's who he is. And so in uh, in chapter one, he's talking to, he's reminding uh, his readers of what it means to follow Jesus. And he's saying, there's some people among you, they're called false teachers and what they're doing is they're telling you that sin isn't a real thing. Uh, sin 
uh, isn't in their life. And also just, it, it just doesn't exist. And so he's writing to say like, no, actually this is why God came in flesh and died because sin really is a big deal. And so then he continues in chapter two to say, well, then what do you do? How do you identify what's true and what's not? And he says, the one thing that you can do is abide in who God is. You have to believe who he is, because if you separate those two things, uh, then you're in trouble because you are uh, basically taking God apart. And so this cute little illustration, you know, the truths that we learn or that we're looking for in life, such as our identity, who we are, our purpose, um, what are some other things we're looking for? Our philosophies, yep. why I exist, all of those things, my dreams, my hopes. And so we take these cute little shapes, but we need to put it in something. And sometimes we put it in friends or we put it in experiences or we put it in our businesses, all of those things. But we'll realize that we need something more substantial. We need something more certain. And so mm. we find God. And so we put them in God. And here, here's God. You have two things, just like John was saying. He's light, so he's all knowledge. Mm -hmm. In him, there's no darkness. Like what he says is true. Um, he doesn't change his mind. Uh, this is truth. I am the way, the truth, and the life. Like this is truth. Mm -hmm. But then also, he's love. He is motivated by something more than anyone else because usually leaders are motivated by power or by gain or by influence. No, he's motivated by love. Mm -hmm. So that means... If God's everywhere, you don't have to be freaked out. It just means he loves you. You're never alone. If God has more knowledge than you, you don't have to be intimidated. It doesn't mean you're going to trip up and get the wrong answer. It means he will uh, tell you what you need to know. And if he's all powerful, that power is not against you. It's for you. And so, but what ends up happening sometimes is we can pull these two things apart. There we go. It worked. Nice. And now all of the things that we were looking for, our identity, yeah. our purpose, all of those things, they have nowhere to stand if we pull God apart. And we do this all the time. With the knowledge of God, like let's say I'm afraid that, uh, what's the show called? Flubber? No, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> The Chosen? Pauline. The uh, Chosen. Pa when The Chosen yeah. came out. Oh, okay. So when oh, sorry, pa Pauline. Pauline. So yeah. when Pauline comes out, we get afraid and we're like, <laughs> The oh. Chosen. That's actually fantastic. That was really good. <laughs> okay. So we look at Pauline and we go, well, that's not right. Mm -hmm. That's not good. Yeah. You shouldn't be sleeping with Satan. Like, don't be teaching kids that. And so we pull away and say, no, God is truth. And uh, th this is where we need to be. But what happens is we pull away from having a conversation with people or showing love because we're just like, I can't believe you would do that. And so we pull away with God's truth. And what happens with that is we become the judge instead of him. We become the one who says, well, I know better. No, you don't. You only know because God gave you that. You mm. only know because of who he is in mm. your life. And then with love, we all want love. This is where I see most people running to. We all want love. Mm -hmm. It's a good thing. Um, but when the love leads to who God is, there's going to be some things that God can't identify with, um, whether that's who we think we are, mm -hmm. uh, whatever you want to say. Like uh, the the thing, the way that we identify ourselves can't be um, like contradictory. Like, to yeah, that's right. His yeah, love. God can't uh, resonate with that. Yeah, and so what we'll say is. Well, I got in this to be loving, and my friend either identifies this way or doesn't fully agree with God. I don't want to call them a liar, because John does. John mm. even calls them antichrist. It's like, yeah. I don't want to be mean. I just want to be loving. And so, God, your truths are a little too hard. I'm just going to love them for who they are, where they're at, how they are. And that is such a good sentiment. That is such a good desire. Mm. But if you're just loving without a foundation and without truths, what are you leading people towards? Mm. And I just see people who want to be more loving than God. Wow, mm. that's dangerous because if he mm. is love, how in the world could you be more loving than him? Mm. And so this is wow. my biggest fear with deconstruction is 
you pull apart God, and now you're only stuck with half of God, which means no God. You know, as we see in John, like, I am the vine, you are the branches. Mm. If you're connected into me, you're with me. But apart from me, you can do nothing. Mm. You can do nothing. Mm. And this is John again. Like, he knows this. And so it's interesting, too, with that. I feel like I'm preaching. Sorry, guys. No, I love it. This is awesome. John 15 sermon. Let's go. (laughs) But with John, it's funny. Like, in Luke, he's identified as the son of thunder. And I think this is... This is him. He's the third, like, okay, uh, Jesus, the Samaritans won't let us cross through their place. Do you want me to pray and ask for fire to come down and destroy them? <laughs> Jesus is like, oh, no, shut up. <laughs> get, get behind me. Um, but now later you see him writing to a people that he mm. loves. He calls them beloved, my mm. children. And he's saying, no, guys, like I was this son of thunder, but now I, I'm John the beloved. And these two have to go together. Mm. I'm going to love you to truth mm-hmm. and the truth that I have, I'll show you in love. Mm. And I just feel Sheesh. with deconstruction, um, we get really good at knowing the truth. Like, Hey, that's wrong. You mm. shouldn't mm-hmm. put fear in my life like that. You shouldn't be doing that. It's true. But how do we be loving mm-hmm. to that? Or we just go all loving and we don't have any truth to stand on. Um, and so I, I've seen friends who now their biggest pursuit is just sexual happiness or sexual fulfillment because that's the most loving thing for them. Man, that's just a bad identity because what so many things can go wrong with that. Like sex was never supposed to be our identity. Success was never supposed to be our identity. It's love and truth. It's God. That's what we were made for. And so that's my biggest concern is just when you deconstruct, what are you reconstructing on? Mm. What are you reconstructing on? Oh, that's so that's good, good, man. Yeah, That's so good. And I think even like the danger of deconstructing God, yeah, like pulling him apart and picking and choosing what you like and what fits with your life and what doesn't, that's a huge danger. I think it is. Yeah. 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 And we even talked about like, you know, light and... Um, and love. And we talked about, you know, the grace and truth. But, you know, with light, we talked about, you know, Satan masquerades as the angel of light. And so people are looking to other forms of light that they think is light, but it's artificial light. And then the slogan that we hear over and over again is love is love. Right. And I don't even know what that means, but um, we're deconstructing and just pulling God out of the love equation. Yeah. And, and like you showed us, like when you pull that apart, just you, there's no foundation, no foundation, your identity just crumbles. Yeah. And so is, is, so obviously a lot of millennials and a lot of people, maybe some people who are even listening, um, are in the process right now of deconstruction. So there's going to be a few people who are listening, uh, and not just, just a few people who are listening. Just us. There's three people listening (laughs) right now. Thanks mom. Thanks dad. (laughs) I didn't watch Harry Potter. (laughs) I love Flubber. Okay. So, (laughs) so, um, I really want to watch Flubber now. I I just, it's been, it's been a long time. Um, but, uh, for the person who's listening, who is currently in a season of deconstruction, what would we want to tell them? Mm -hmm. Um, well, I think one, especially if we, uh, everyone in this room, if we've grown up in church um, or in that Christian culture, like we all have our stories. Mm-hmm. We all have our stories. But I don't want to just focus on the story. I want to focus on where is my identity? Um, because the church was never meant to be my identity. It was supposed to be this place that I do practice love and truth. Mm-hmm. The world is never to be my identity. It is a place I'm to practice love and truth. Mm. But God, he is to be my identity. And so to those who are deconstructed first, man, my heart goes out to you. Like whatever your story is, Mm. uh, my heart does go out. Um, And like what story are you looking for? And can you not find that in God? And I'm not talking about the person who hurt you or that. No, no, no. I'm talking about you with God. Because one of the biggest questions I always received in youth ministry was like, if God is real, how can I 
not see him? Or how do I feel him? How do I have a relationship with him? And what was happening was they were just taking other people's testimonies and just saying that that was their relationship. It's like reading a bunch of movie reviews and saying, yeah, I'm not going to go see that movie. Well, have you seen it? Well, no, but this said this and this said this. It's like, unless you have experienced God, um, it, it's going to be hard to, I don't know, to, to, I don't even know what I'm saying. That's really good. It, I like what you're saying. And, and it reminds me of a story that our pastor just said on Sunday, where he talked about like two people came up at some event and they both read Psalm 23. First, first person read Psalm 23 and he read it so well and so articulated it so well. He had like a huge applause. Everyone was cheering for him, whatever. Second guy comes up, reads Psalm 23, and people literally start crying. And it's like he doesn't get the massive applause. And someone asks, like, hey, why is one person reading it and getting this huge applause? The other person's reading it and people are just weeping. Well, it's because one person knows Psalm 23. The other person knows the shepherd. Mm. Wow. And I feel like what you're saying is like you can know or have a knowledge or hear what people are saying or kind of build your own thing or you can actually abide and know the person yeah it's really good and that changes your life yeah there's a really good quote from charles spurgeon he said some good things we should have him on sometime we should yeah you know? is he available uh, well there is a ministry that could maybe oh, bring him back geez. okay i'm sorry i'm so sorry i'm so sorry i stopped <laughs> i stopped i said no no <laughs> i don't know maybe I'm pretend you didn't say that Andrew. <laughs> Anyways, okay. the quote. Spurgeon. Let's go. <laughs> quote. Spurgeon. Here's what he says. And it sounds like First John, which I love. He says, let me say to you, beloved. So I, I just love that phrase, beloved, because mm. he's like, no, I, I do love you. Mm. I, I'm not just the speaker. I'm not just the pastor. Like, we're in this together. Yeah. So for those who are deconstructing, we, we love you. Mm-hmm. Um, so let me say to you, beloved, the more you know about Christ, the less you are satisfied with superficial views of him. And Mm. it's just so powerful because the stuff we're deconstructing was never the stuff that God said anyway, for the most part. Like one of the biggest things Mm. is purity culture that Mm. we were talking about a little earlier. And, you know, God does have a (laughs) plan for sex and it's supposed to be in a marriage union, a covenant marriage union between a man and a woman. Mm -hmm. And sex is part of that. And in scripture, whenever you see sex outside of that, it's for selfish reasons. It's rape, it's uh, adultery, it's worship, it's all these selfish things. And so what we did or what the church did is they build this whole culture probably because of their own anxieties. Like, oh, we can't have our kids sleeping around and stuff because God said it's only for marriage. Well, what if we showed them what a good marriage was? What if we showed them what to, like, have that conversation of like, hey, yes, you could do this now, but here's actually the reason for it. And you give them understanding, Mm -hmm. not just curiosity to why not to do it. Like, tell me why it's better over here. And so what happens is we built this culture And it hurt a lot of people because if you were not, even in the word itself, if you did sleep with someone, you were not pure anymore. Well, newsflash, none of us were ever pure. Mm. We've all sinned. We've all fall fall short of the glory of God. Mm. And we're not redeemed just because we're virgins. Mm. (laughs) Like we we need to keep knowing who God is and why these things exist for this, for the reasons that Mm -hmm. they exist. And so I would say to those who are, going through this right now, um, yeah, what would it be like to meet the real Jesus, to start there, to start on a date with him, listening to him again, um, and not just the things you've heard about him or the negative mm-hmm. things that you've heard? Yeah. yeah. So you say date? Did I say date? <laughs> that, that's like the youth pastor thing, like, right? Wow. You're supposed to say. We'll be right back. Can you edit that? From... Can you edit that? <laughs> we can just uh, bleep it. I thought it was funny. Go on. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. I thought it was funny. Yeah. No, no, you can. I, you, youth pastor, 20 years. I yeah, gave my on. friend some go dating on. advice like that, and it was terrible. He laughed at me. So <laughs> okay. that is the appropriate response. Oh, fair enough. Fair yeah. enough. Thank you for calling him out on that. <laughs> well, I didn't even. Yeah, I guess so. You're welcome. <laughs> I, was, I didn't think I was calling you out. I thought it was funny. That was good. Or just getting to know him again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, Going yeah. to the source. Mm-hmm. There you yeah. go. And actually yeah. spending time with him, not just hearing about him. That's right. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, it's strange how many of uh, the people I knew uh, growing up, they they threw out God because they lumped him together with church. Certain Absolutely. pastors that hurt them, uh, experiences mm. they had, maybe yeah. certain like toxic environments that they were part of, stuff like that, which is like terrible things that yeah. happened to them. But it's like, man, like that's not God. That's right. Yeah. So you have to yeah, kind of pull that apart and get back to the root. Yeah. 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 So that's a, that's a, so is there such thing? I guess there is such thing as a healthy deconstruction. Oh, for sure. As I, long as you're not deconstructing yeah. God. That's actually interesting what Mr. Chat GPT said. Yeah. Uh, and then at the end saying that it doesn't always lead to deconversion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, growing up in a Christian family, it's yeah. like, okay, do I believe it's just because I was told I was to believe it? Or is this actually in the Bible? Or Yeah, yeah. So you, you're making your faith your own by deconstructing the things that you were told as right. you're growing up. Mm-hmm. But I guess like going to the Bible yeah. and finding the truth or spending time with Christ on a nice coffee date. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Shut <laughs> up, man. I, never I say one thing. One, I say thing. one thing. That's how it works around here. <laughs> That's how it works. But uh, no, it's like, but you know, like going to the source, going to Christ, going to his word and finding how to reconstruct. I think he said it perfectly. Mm, yeah. Like, yeah. Deconstruct- I think he did too. I think he did too. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But it's like the de- the deconstruction is one thing, but it's like, what are you reconstructing yeah. on? Yeah, because sure. yeah, you have yeah. to reconstruct. Even yeah. the people who, de-con- or who yeah. deconvert, yeah. they're reconstructing something. something yeah, yeah their own truth. And, well, you have Jesus in the temple yeah. where he flips the tables. That is deconstructing yeah, they have to rebuild the, the table. Yes. But... <laughs> He, and you have to rebuild those things. You got to screw just, it back he, in. You know how strong he is? You call this a table? The Ikea <laughs> tables? Are you kidding me? I mean, he deconstructed his body. Right? Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, yes. Okay, let's go. Are you? I'm in. Oh, okay, okay. I, I thought we were getting into some heresy here. Oh. <laughs> I'm, just saying, I'm just saying. Like, I'm just, and now for a segment. Like, you, you tear down this temple call, in three days. Call John. Call John. Again, right? <laughs> Yeah, maybe we need to get John. Yeah, really now good. for our next uh, right. segment, Dangerous Doctrines. <laughs> Dangerous Doctrines with Dr. John Neufeld. John, but with here. that, <laughs> as Jesus did deconstruct things, it was always on the foundation of his father. He always mm. said, this is the will of my father. This is not the worship of my father. Uh, you look at Martin Luther, you know, um, who reformed the church. Like, he didn't just deconstruct uh, Catholicism. He's pointing back mm-hmm. to here's the foundation like these things just aren't in scripture so let's go back to that yeah yeah so, so yeah. what are you building on i just love yeah. that it's like what are you reconstructing on so so lots of great points for the people who are watching who are maybe in the midst of deconstruction um what about people how could we resource people some young people who are watching today who how can we prepare them to help friends who are deconstructing maybe they're mm-hmm. not deconstructing what wisdom can we give them because if this is getting more and more popular amongst millennials we want to be prepared and equipped to help guide people mm-hmm. i wonder what we could kind of talk about that and this is important because a lot of people would deconstruct like on their own or they'll deconstruct mm-hmm. through you know some online community or something like not with like real people they won't have conversations with their friends or their pastors um yeah. a lot of people deconstruct a lot so i think yeah this is a good uh, point to hit yeah, because we're not meant to do things alone. That's right. Yeah. So I, when it comes to resources, I always want to just be careful uh, because there's... MattJohnson.ca. Is this an appropriate time? <laughs> yeah, dot .org. No um, but there, as we've been saying, there is one source. So yeah. how do you get back to that source? And for uh, in John, in First John, what he says is, hey, when there are false teachers around you and when you don't even know what it looks like, how do I know what following Christ look like or it looks like he says at the end of chapter two, abide in him, mm. spend time with him, not date, but mm. spend time with him. Yeah. And I think the, like one resource, if I need to give a practical resource, so the Bible project, we are all oh, very yeah. familiar mm. with that. I think one, there's pictures, so it's very helpful for me. But moving pictures, moving pictures, Bible project. But two, it's very holistic. Mm. I, I love it. It's not just do this thing and everything will work out. It's like no, this thing exists because of this thing and because of this thing. Mm. And I think that's what people are looking for. They don't just want your opinion. They don't just want what worked for you. They want the whole 
understanding. Yeah. They want the whole thing. Now, as humans, we are limited beings, so we won't have all the understanding, but that's why conversations, mm. and I think holistic conversations, so not just, have you kept yourself pure? Oh, that what a terrible conversation. But like, hey, what, uh, what, what are you looking for in someone who you're going to date or marry? Like, what a more beautiful conversation, because mm. now you get to see what they're thinking about, not just, are you going to do it right or are you going to do it wrong? That's mm -hmm. not helpful. So I think holistic resources that focus on the whole story mm -hmm. um, and also conversations that just, just don't focus on one opinion, mm -hmm. but lead you to, I hope, the wholeness of God's heart. Mm. Mm. So well good. said, yeah. That's so good. I think even like, Brendan, as you're saying, it's like, we're not meant to do this by ourselves. Uh, so conversations, mm -hmm. you know, like just doing life with people and going on a journey with someone, I think it's important instead of just trying to figure it out on your own, deconstruct on your own. Because when you do things alone, you can get down some dangerous paths quick. Oh, for sure. Friends and community can help you, you know, stay of the course. Well, echo chambers, anxiety, depression. And, and this is a big thing that I've seen with my friends who are going through deconstruction. It was, it came out of their depression just because they didn't know how to leave these toxic environments, these things that were just, they didn't agree with, but they didn't know how to leave. So they just kept it all themselves mm. instead of talking with me. And some, yeah, sometimes we don't have the community of people that we can trust. So it is good to find people that not just who agree with you, mm. but again, that's that holistic thing to tell me, tell me the good stuff, but tell me the hard stuff as well. Mm. Yeah. yeah, that's good. That's a good com. This is a good conversation. Yeah, I feel like we can go did for I about. Pass? Oh, did you pass? Are you kidding? A me? plus. Why? Well, I don't know. What the That's why you're dating, my favorite. Dating Jesus. Great on a curve, please. <laughs> Great on a curve. <laughs> I can't all be zingers. My bad. <laughs> uh, no, this is so good. I feel like um, this has been really helpful. Uh, very, very helpful, and I hope it's been helpful for you. Um, and know that you're not alone. Yeah, um, you're not. You know, uh, we're here for you. You know, if you want to email us or go on the website, connect with us. We'd personal, love to... This is Andrew's personal phone number. It'll come on the screen right now. You that's can so actually kind text of him. You. Yeah, that's super, super kind of you. Are oh, we not doing that? No, no I, I don't have it. <laughs> it's I, a new season, he bro. He doesn't have a cell phone. I'm just kidding. I don't have a phone. No, I'm just he, kidding. Yeah. Uh, but uh, no, honestly, though, connect with us. Go to the website. Contact. I don't have my personal phone number, but we have a team of people that would love to connect with you, pray with you, do this life with you. Uh, you're not meant to do it alone. So... Um, but we encourage you deconstruction's okay, mm -hmm. but, uh, make sure what you're reconstructing on is I think that's Christ huge. and his word. Uh, don't veer off anywhere else to the light that's masquerading a false artificial light or a false love. Um, go to the true light yeah. and the true love, which is Christ, only Christ. Where no darkness is. Where no darkness is and all pure love is. And so... Um, thank you so much, bro. Man, uh, I love is, you guys. Thanks for having awesome. me. This is awesome. Guys, I told, I told you. Did you have fun? A lot. You're going to come next week? Uh, <laughs> debatable. Yeah. No, okay. Is, no, well, thanks for what you guys are doing. This is good. Yeah. What's the topic next week? Maybe he'll come back. We have to come is up it with dating Jesus? Because yeah, yeah. I have an uh -huh. opinion. How I kissed dating Jesus goodbye. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> oh, no. Speaking oh. of deconstruction. There, oh. Yes. Okay. On that bombshell, happy Monday, folks. Uh, we love you guys. We really genuinely love you guys. And uh, we hope this has been helpful for and you. When in doubt. When in doubt, figure, figure it out. out. How? Deconstruct. By a healthy deconstruction. <laughs> a it. healthy deconstruction. Reconstructing your life on Christ and his word. God bless you guys. Happy Monday. I know that was uh, that was good. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Peace. Peace and love. Actually, it's truth and love. Sorry. <laughs> truth and love. <laughs> 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 <laughs>